Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. But in this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got to where I am, how I build our successful company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also from time to time, we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate professional, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited that you're joining me. It's episode one of the Katie Lance podcast. And first off, welcome, welcome, welcome. This first episode is going to be a little bit special because I first want to share with you why I'm launching a podcast and what this podcast is all about. And then we're really going to get into the meat and potatoes of my first episode, which is why and how I started my own business. So first off, why am I doing this podcast? You know, I'm a big believer that the power of audio is really incredible. You know, when you look at some of the future trends and some of the things that people are talking about when it comes to content and staying relevant on social media, audio and consuming content in audio is really the future. More and more of us are listening to podcasts as we're out and about, as we're working out or traveling, and it's just a great way to really consume content. I believe there's something really personal about audio, right? I love listening to podcasts, and there's something really personal about just listening and, and you know being connected, having those earbuds in, and I also feel like on a personal note, I can actually be a little bit more personal on a podcast and sometimes even on video. Now, if you guys know me, if you've been following me on social media for any amount of time, you know I talk a lot about video and I'm a huge believer in video. We've been producing video for years and years over on YouTube and we have a ton of great video content. But what we see for this podcast is something that's a little bit different. Let's face it, when we are creating video content, Whether or not we're really comfortable on video or not, whether we've been doing a lot of video over the years, you know, we act a little bit different on camera than we do when we're not on camera. You know, as I'm recording this, you may not know or care what I'm wearing or how my hair is done or if I have something in my teeth. And we're a little cognizant of that a little bit more on video. And so I'm I'm excited for this platform to put out content that you haven't seen from me, you haven't heard from me. And ultimately, I wanted a place online where I could share stories. I get asked all the time about my own personal story, my own personal journey with business, with social media, being a mom, how I think about being a mom, how I got to where I am. And I really thought about where would be a great place to share some of those stories and some of that content. 
I think we all have stories to share. And personally, as a mom, regardless of who listens to this podcast, I also selfishly wanted to record some of these stories for my boys. So perhaps one day they could listen to some of these stories too. I also wanted a place where I could highlight other people's stories. I'm a big believer that everybody has a story. And yes, professionally, my passion is social media. And we get the opportunity to work really closely with agents and brokers in our Get Social Smart Academy. And one of my greatest joys is seeing people who've achieved success who are attracting the people they want to work with because of social media and who are doing great things in their business. So from time to time on this podcast, you're not just going to hear from me, but we're hoping to really highlight and shine the light on some really amazing people in our industry and in our academy who are leading a heart-centered business. You know, we really focus on the real estate industry, and we realize that there's lots of different folks who might listen to this podcast, and that's great. But if you're in the real estate industry, we really love working with folks who are heart-centered, who understand that for most people, buying and selling a house is a huge moment in their life. It's right up there with getting married or having kids. And so we're excited to share some of my own personal stories and business and life and, of course, social media, but also shine the light on others. And who knows, maybe this podcast will turn into another book or inspiration for a new keynote. It'll be fun to see how this journey progresses. So thank you for joining me on this first episode. Okay, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode. This episode is really all about the beginning of why I started my business and how I started my own business. So I started my own business back in 2012. I made the entrepreneurial leap to go out on my own. And to be honest with you, I've always loved marketing and sales. I was one of those college kids who just loved business. And I knew that even early on, even back in high school, that I probably would do something business related. And so I had always been kind of involved in sales or marketing. And I'm going to be sharing some of those stories in future podcasts. And to be honest with you, I fell in love with social media about a decade ago. And I know that probably sounds a little corny to say, but I I truly did. Because as a marketer, you know, I used to think about how much money folks folks and, and small business owners would spend on traditional media, right? Think about how much people would spend on on newspaper ads or magazine spreads or radio or TV. And of course, a lot of traditional marketing still works and it still works really well, but I honestly remember when I really first made that connection of social media from a business perspective and what a great opportunity to connect one-to-one with clients and customers. So I really fell in love with it about a decade ago. And to be honest with you, I've always had kind of that entrepreneurial attitude, that entrepreneurial spirit. It's probably why I love working so much with real estate agents and brokers is I love that entrepreneurial spirit. Now, before I went out on my own, I was working for Inman News for many years. And many of you who are listening to this, I I might have met you during that time in my life. I worked for Inman for a number of years. I was brought on to uh, run all of their marketing, and then that, that quickly progressed to lots of different roles. I helped to start Inman Next. I helped to create the ambassador program. Uh, I got to do a lot of amazing things. I was invited to speak on stage for many Inman events. And before that, in my before my Inman adventure, I had worked in a real estate brokerage, and before that, I had worked in a toy store. Before that, I actually sold knives, and that's going to be another episode, so stay tuned for that. But as I think about 2012, when I went out on my own, you know, 
and a lot of people have probably experienced this where you've worked somewhere for a long time. I loved where I worked. I loved the people that I worked with. It was, it was really a dream job in so many ways. But, you know, there was that little bug in the back of my mind that I was really ready for a change. I was really ready for that next step. And I know for a lot of people, we felt that at different parts in our careers. And so I started going down the road of, of quietly reaching out and, and interviewing with some other companies and just kind of putting some feelers out there. And what was interesting about that journey is that I realized through that journey that I I didn't just want to work for another company. I, I wanted the opportunity to work with a lot of different brands and the opportunity to work with a lot of different different people. I was also at a time in my life where I was really looking for quality of life. My boys were a lot younger back in 2012, and I was commuting and traveling quite a bit. And and, you know, I really kind of had this realization that as a mom, I wanted to spend that time with them. And, you know, I, on a personal note, I don't know if I could ever be a stay-at-home mom. I give so much credit to parents who are stay-at-home parents. And, and I knew that that wasn't the role for me. I, I, we also needed the income, which was important as well. But I wanted a career that would give me that quality of life, that flexibility to spend the time. Because, if you're a parent or or even if you're not a parent, you know that time is our most precious asset. So it was it was scary to kind of think about that. And at the time, there were a few other people I knew that were taking that entrepreneurial leap that were also leaving positions that they had been at and, and then were taking that leap. And ironically, as I look back, because I saw others that were taking that entrepreneurial leap, it really gave me the confidence to take that leap myself. And I have to be honest with you, I was in kind of that place of indecision for quite some time. Because as those of you who, you know, if you're married or if you have other commitments besides yourself, you know that if you make that choice to go from the, you know, comforts of a corporate position with, with you know, benefits and just everything that goes along with that, it's a, it's a big leap, right? It's a, it's a big risk. You've got family, you've got mortgages and, and all that good stuff. And so I will say once I made that decision, I felt so much more confident. But even after I made that decision, I still, gosh, I don't know if I can admit this, but we're friends, right? I still was so nervous and I still really wasn't 100% sure of what it is that I wanted to do. Now, I will say that I knew that I love social media and I knew that I was good at it. And I say that not to pat myself on the back or to sound like I've got a big ego, but I knew that I was good at not just posting to Facebook or running Facebook ads, but I knew that I was good at helping companies be really strategic on how to tell their story, how to build a strategy, how to be really smart about it. And so I knew that I wanted to start a company that would help others, especially in the real estate space, get smarter about social media. But as far as the business side of it and starting a business, I wasn't as confident. So I know some of us don't always like that phrase, fake it till you make it. But I got to be honest here. Again, we're friends, right? It was a lot of fake it till you make it in those first few months and in those first few years. When I launched my business, I didn't even have a website for the first year. I had a Facebook business page and I had an about.me page. Do you guys remember about.me? I'm not even sure if they're still around, but I had an about.me page for that first year. And to be honest with you, I didn't even really have very much of a plan other than, like I said, I knew what I was good at and I knew I had a gift that could help others. And so I hustled. I hustled in the evening, uh, on the weekends, and right out of the gate, 
you know, making that transition from working with Inman to going out on my own, I had four great clients right out of the gate that quickly grew into about a dozen or so consulting clients and then additional speaking gigs. And so there's so many lessons that came from that. You know, I remember at that time people asking me, oh, are you going to take some time off? And, you know, I couldn't afford to take time off. We relied on my income. And at the time, my husband was working a corporate job as well, and we needed that dual income. So, you know, I feel like in a lot of ways, I was able to do it, do it right in, in many regards. And that is, you know, really put in the effort and put in the time at the position that I was at. But, you know, in my spare time, be able to take that time to really set myself up for success. And so that hustle, I know sometimes that word hustle gets a little bit of a bad rap. I'm a big believer that hustle just simply means working hard, putting in that effort. You've got to put in that effort, reaching out to, you know, your database, uh, whatever that might be. We're putting the work in on social media, creating content, uh, doing really whatever it takes is really what it's all about. And so it's exciting to see where we were then, uh, where it was just me, myself, and I. You know, I remember at the time my husband saying, you know, he was so supportive. Paul was amazing and so supportive. And so I have to give a big shout out to him and my family who probably looking back were a little bit nervous with me saying that I was going to go out on my own. And I remember my husband saying, you know, we need to get you some office furniture to really make this official. And, and I thought to myself, oh, I'm fine. You know, I can just throw up a card table or, you know, a hand-me-down desk or whatever. I don't need anything fancy. But, you know, it's funny. We went to Ikea uh, and I love Ikea. That's that. Maybe that'll be another episode. <laughs> but I love Ikea. And we picked out this furniture that just makes me smile. And some of you have seen my office furniture. If you've seen pictures of my home office, we picked out this blazing red desk and this awesome red chair and this, these red bookshelves. And even to this day, I, you know, I go into my office and it just makes me smile. And it was such a great reminder of being, you know, in a space that's that's encouraging, that's uplifting, that inspires you each and every day. So it was quite the journey. And then, of course, over the years, we, we grew our team. You know, over the years, my husband uh, quit his corporate job. And now he's my business partner and, you know, partner in life, partner in business. That'll, I'm sure, be another episode at some point. But it certainly was quite a journey. There was some bumps and bruises along the way. But I wanted to share a few lessons that I learned from that journey. And, you know, looking back, there was a lot of lessons, but a few few things I want to share here is the first is never underestimate the value of hard work. Never underestimate the value of hard work. I always say I may not be the smartest person in the in the room, but I know I can outwork most people any day of the week. And so that value of just rolling up your sleeves and getting work done, I think, is so important. You know, not being able to afraid of being afraid to reach out to your network. Uh, and the power of your network, I think, is so powerful. So many of my first consulting clients came from my own network of people that I had connected with and built relationships with over the years. But they also came from looking at my LinkedIn connections and, and looking at who who were friends of friends or people who were people that can introduce me to the right people and not being afraid to ask, not being afraid to put yourself out there. Most people give up. That's another lesson I learned. Most people give up. It was amazing to me. So many of the people that I saw who went out on their own around the same time that I did. And, and some of those folks are thriving and doing great. And, and others, you know, have, have moved on to other things. And it's interesting to see how, how 
certain people, you know, kind of give up when, when the going gets tough. And, and I get it. Life happens, things happen. But it it's amazing to me, you know, obviously the value of hard work and not giving up. The, the things that are most meaningful in your life aren't easy, right? The things that are most meaningful in your life aren't easy. They require time and effort. The other lesson, as I said, you know, hustle, it's not a bad word. It's, it's a numbers game. How many calls do you have to make to make things happen? How many proposals do you have to send? How many emails do you have to send? How many times do you need to post to social media? You know, I run a social media business, but so much of the hustle and the hard work, especially in those early days back in 2012, did not happen on Facebook. It didn't happen in a tweet. It happened because I was setting up phone calls. I was sending out proposals. I was sending out emails. I was, I was not afraid to go that extra mile, to ask and to ask again. A few other lessons that I learned is that relationships are everything. Relationships are everything, whether that's meeting somebody for coffee, meeting somebody for lunch, setting up meetings at events, that FaceTime, that phone time, so valuable. I often joked with people that, you know, I spent more time on the phone ever since I started a social media company, (laughs) right? And it's amazing how valuable that is in this day and age. So relationships truly are everything. And I knew that early on, you know, when you can build those relationships with people, That's not based on what you're going to get, but understand that it's that long-term vision. That's really what it's all about. Another lesson I learned is ask for help when you need it. Ask for help. It's amazing what happens when you ask for help, especially when you are a giver. If you come out of the gate and you give, and you give from a place of abundance, not scarcity, it's amazing what happens when you turn around and you ask for help. It is truly amazing. And I look back at over the years how we grew our team and and just certain things that that happened because I gave and also because I asked, right? So powerful. Another lesson, like I said, fake it till you make it. I know some of you listening to this might go, oh, I hate that. Fake it till you make it. But sometimes you have to kind of fake it till you make it. I remember my first few proposals, the first few times people asked me, what did I charge for speaking? I didn't know. I didn't know what to charge. There was a lot of fake it till I make it. And then guess what? You learn, you grow, you get better, but you don't learn, grow, and get better without putting yourself out there. Another big lesson that I learned is don't suffer from analysis paralysis. Don't suffer from analysis paralysis. Done is better than perfect. Let me say that again. Done is better than perfect. And that was a big lesson for me, especially with this podcast. You know, putting doing creating this podcast i i really kind of wrestled with it for a long time and you know getting the right equipment and finding the right time to record it and at the end of the day there's never a perfect time there's never a great time to do what you want to do there's never a great time to become a parent there's never a great time to start a business there's never a great time to launch a podcast or a video series but sometimes you just got to do it you can have all the plans that you want but until you execute you know, it, it doesn't matter, right? So done is better than perfect. The last big lesson I want to share in this first episode here today is you can't be all things to all people. You can't be all things to all people. And I certainly learned that over the years. You know, when we started our company in 2012, we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to do. But, you know, we also tried a lot of different things along the way. And it wasn't until I you know, worked with certain clients or had different projects that I realized, gosh, I like this, 
and I don't like this. I like working with these kind of people and I don't like working with these kind of people. And sometimes you just don't know right out of the gate. I, you know, I, I have no regrets as I look back to some of the clients and, and, and people that we worked with. And some of those people were a great fit and others, maybe not as great of a fit. And, and that's okay. You know, it's, it's a learning lesson. I truly believe we learn from every, every lesson in life, but big takeaway is don't be all things to all people. That's a huge thing that we've really tried to implement as we've grown our business over the years. So You've made it to the end of our first episode. We appreciate it so much. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. Of course, let me know what you think. Our next episode is going to be about the why and how I fell into marketing and what my journey in college was that led me to where I am today. Thanks so much. We'll see you on that next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, I'd love if you subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.